2: I walked into the school cafeteria and looked around me. It was the usual scene, girls chatting away to each other and boys standing around hoping to look cool. I looked to the far corner of the room and saw that Rosie was sitting on her own. Now was my chance. I quickly went over to where she was sitting. I wanted to speak to her before she was joined by her friends. Hi, Rosie. What are you up to?
0: Oh, hi there, Sam. Nothing much, just waiting for my friends.
2: Uh, Rosie, uh, uh… Yes, Sam? Well, uh, I was kind of wondering, you know.
0: No, I don't know.
2: Well, I was wondering if you would like to go out on a date. There, I had finally plucked up the courage to ask out my crush. I held my breath and waited for her to answer.
0: Yes, I would love to go on a date with you.
2: I was so happy. But as I gave Rosie a big smile, something awful began to happen. First, Rosie's face started to melt away. And then, her head fell off. Ah! I started screaming, then I looked around me and saw that my other classmates were glitching out. Some were walking into walls, like in a video game, while others were flying through the air. I had no idea what was going on, but I wasn't going to wait around to find out. I let out another piercing scream and ran out of the building. As I ran through the streets towards my home, chunks of the world around me began to disappear, leaving behind a dark abyss. All I had wanted to do was hang out with Rosie. Was that too much to ask? When I eventually made it home, I ran inside to find my parents. They were standing in the kitchen, their backs to me. Mom! Dad! They turned around when I spoke. What I saw made my blood turn cold. They had no facial features, just blank skin. "Ah!" But before I go on, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell, or you might end up living a life like mine. I suddenly woke up and looked around me. I was in a life simulator and I was attached to some kind of machine. Sparks were flying out and I could smell smoke coming from somewhere. I had no idea where I was or what was going on. I was just about to get up when my parents suddenly appeared in front of me. Mom, Dad, what's going on? Why am I attached to this machine? But instead of answering my questions, they took out an injection and stuck it into my arm. Within a few seconds, I felt my eyes drooping and I lost consciousness. I opened my eyes and looked around me. I was in my bedroom. Wow, that was a weird dream. I got dressed and went downstairs to the kitchen where my parents were eating breakfast. You're not going to believe what I dreamt last night. I told them all about my dream.
0: Oh, you silly things, Sam. You have such an imagination.
2: When I arrived at school, the first person I saw was Rosie. Well, I guess if I succeeded in my dream, I might as well see if it'll work in real life, too. I went over to Rosie. Hi there, say, I was wondering, would you like to go out on a date with me?
0: Yes, okay then, sounds great.
2: I waited for a second. I almost expected the world around me to start glitching just as it had in my dream, but nothing happened. I smiled at Rosie. So how about the movies on Friday night?
0: Yes, sure, see you on Friday.
2: Our date at the movies was the first of many. It wasn't too long before Rosie and I were dating seriously. I loved her so much we had so much fun together. After we graduated high school, we both found really good jobs. I was determined to save as much money as I could so that we could get married and buy our dream house. Once I had enough money put away in the bank, I knew that it was time. Let's go out for a nice meal this weekend, Rosie. We haven't had a nice treat for ages.
0: Oh yes, that would be really nice.
2: And buy yourself a new dress too. I handed a bunch of notes to Rosie. It's my treat.
0: Oh, Sam, you do spoil me.
2: We arrived at the restaurant, and the waiter showed us to a table in the corner. I had specifically asked for a quiet table. We ordered our meals and a glass of wine each. To us. To us. Rosie and I clinked our glasses together. I could feel the butterflies in my stomach as I looked into her eyes. I reached into my pocket and took out a box. Rosie looked at me questioningly. I got down on one knee. Rosie, will you marry me?
0: Yes, Sam, of course I'll marry you."
2: Everyone in the restaurant started cheering as I slid the ring onto Rosie's finger. Our wedding day was the best day of my life, and straight after our honeymoon we moved into our dream home. It wasn't long before Rosie was pregnant with our first child, a little boy. He was followed a couple of years later by twin daughters. I honestly couldn't believe how lucky I was. We had the perfect family. As the years went by, we watched as our children grew up and became adults themselves. Eventually, they all got married and left home. Our house felt quiet without the constant chatter of our children, but it was nice to have Rosie to myself. When we became grandparents, the house was filled with noise again, but it wasn't constant. We had moments of silence too. When I looked back on the life I had spent with Rosie, my heart filled with joy. Everything was perfect. But one day, All that changed. The day had started off pretty normal. Rosie and I had just finished our breakfast and we were clearing away the dishes when I suddenly had an urge to go for a walk. It's a gorgeous day, Rosie. Why don't we go for a little walk to the park?
0: That sounds like a lovely idea, Sam. I'll just go and change my dress.
2: We took a slow walk down to the park. Some children were kicking a ball around and dogs...
1: Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
2: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Dogs were running around playing. We were just approaching the lake when something caught my eye. I could see that there was something on the water. It was a boat, but it seemed to be glitching. Rosie, can you see that boat on the lake? Does it look weird to you? Rosie didn't answer. I turned to look at her to see if she had seen it too. But where her face and her beautiful brown eyes had been was nothing but blank skin. Ah! As I let out the scream, I suddenly remembered my dream from long ago. But if it wasn't a dream, what if it was real? What if this right here isn't real? I could feel the panic rising up inside of me. I grabbed hold of Rosie and started shaking her. I was trying to get her back to normal, but nothing worked. Then, chunks of reality began to disappear. A bit of the lake, a cloud, the sun, the sky, and buildings. Then, the ground began to disappear too. I felt myself falling into the dark abyss beneath me. When I woke up, I was back in the life simulator. But this time, my parents were standing around me and they were shouting. The machine didn't seem to be working. They were obviously trying to repair it, but nothing was working. I heard my mom's voice.
0: You have to save Sam.
2: My dad removed me from the simulator and carried me away. What's happening? You have to explain to me what's going on.
0: Nothing's going on, Sam. Nothing.
2: Mom and dad and I ran out of the house and into the streets. Just as we got outside, I heard an almighty explosion. As I looked behind me, I could see that the machine had exploded and the whole house was engulfed in flames. As we stood there in front of the house, watching it burn down, I heard the sound of sirens in the distance. A few minutes later, a police car pulled up beside me. But when the policeman got out of the car, his face fell in shock. You're the lad from the posters, aren't you? I had no idea what he was talking about. You've been missing for a year. You'd better come with us. We've got some questions for you. As the police led me to their car, my mom whispered in my ear.
0: Don't say anything about the life simulator.
2: I looked at my mom. I felt so unsure about what to do. I was confused about what had been going on. When we got to the police station, they took me into an interview room. So where have you
1: been for the last year, Sam? We've searched high and low for you. We couldn't find any trace of you anywhere. I'm sorry. I don't think I can help. What do you mean you can't help us? Are you trying to pervert the course of justice? No, no, of course not. What do you mean you can't help us? Are you trying to pervert the course of justice? I couldn't tell the police about the life simulator because that would get my parents into trouble. Well, explain then. How did you manage to disappear without leaving
2: any trace of you behind? I decided that I would put my trust in my parents. I'm sorry, I have no memory. Oh, come on, Sam. Did you really expect us to believe that? But it's the truth.
1: Honestly, you have to believe me. Okay, so let's assume we believe what you're saying. How did you manage to just turn up at your
2: parents' house today? I just woke up in the woods and walked back home. The policeman looked at his colleague. I could tell that he didn't believe what I was saying. And what about the fire at your house? How do you explain that? I don't know. I guess it must have been a gas leak or something. The policeman looked at me uncertainly. They appeared to be suspicious of what I had said, but they had no choice but to take my word for it.
1: Stay here whilst I go and speak to a senior officer. Then I will let
2: you know what we are going to do with you. I sat in the room listening to the clock on the wall ticking the minutes away. After what seemed like an hour, but was actually only ten minutes, the door opened and the policeman came back in.
1: Okay, Sam, as we don't have any other evidence, we're
2: going to accept your explanation. You are free to go now. Thank you, thank you. I left the police station and went straight to my grandparents' house. I knew that my parents would already be there. I went inside and saw my mom and dad sitting on the couch. What is going on? I demanded to know. This is my life, you know. You can't keep it from me any longer. My parents looked at each other and dad nodded.
1: Okay, Sam, I guess you deserve to know the truth. Your mom and I had been conducting an experiment with a life simulator and you walked into our
2: experiment room. You accidentally hooked yourself up to the machine.
0: We couldn't unhook you because we thought it might kill you.
2: They went on to tell me that they had let me stay on the life simulator for a whole year. But I remember waking up from the simulation. Then you injected me with something and I was back in the simulation. Why didn't you unhook me then?
1: We were scared to unhook you then because it might have killed you. Your mind was half in the simulation and half in
2: reality. I was shocked when I heard what they had said. I had lived a whole life. I had reached 80 years old and now I was a 16 year old again. I had to live my life all over again. I'm sorry Sam, but you're going to have to go back to school. What? This is cr- Crazy. I can't do it all again. But I had no choice. So the following week, I went back to school. The first person I saw was Rosie. My heart flipped when I saw her. She was the love of my life. I thought about the life we had led together. All my memories of our wedding day and our children came flooding back in a flash. I wondered if Rosie would remember me too. But how can she? That life never happened to her. It was crazy to think that I had been married to her for almost 60 years, but she didn't even know who I was. I decided that I had to get her back into my life. I strode straight over to her. Rosie, will you go out with me? I waited for what seemed like an eternity. Inside I was praying that she would say yes. When she heard my words, she turned away from her friends and looked straight at me. For an instant, I imagined that she was remembering our life together. But then, she opened her mouth, and what she said next broke my heart into two.
0: Er, no Sam, sorry. I don't want to go out with you.